0: You're listening to Mixing Mindsets. I'm Andrew Blank. And I'm Eric Nevrosky. And we hope you find some value out of these conversations about lifestyle, music, and more. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about prepping for the studio. I think we're going to hit two major points, which is going to be how we prep. Mm -hmm. And we're going to run through that pretty quick since we have already done that before. Right. And then we're going to talk about how clients should prep and what helps move things along, make things smooth, and just creates a more enjoyable experience right. for everybody involved 100%. So for me, mm-hmm. I uh I love doing a walk mm-hmm. or some kind of uh not at a computer stepping away from right. <laughs> from that kind of thing to to get my mind ready. Yes. Because typically our days are like 10 hour plus days. They're long and they're, they're yep. grueling. Yeah. Yeah, times. for yeah. sure. <laughs> for sure. Um so I like to do something like the exact opposite of that. Mm-hmm. We do that with clients a lot. We'll, you know, we'll take a walk around. Absolutely. Whatever There's just something,
1: just, like I was just talking about mental clarity before. It feels like it, it does something so beneficial
0: for the mind and the body. It, pre- <laughs> it, it, it preps yourself to to really start fresh and start strong. Yes. And keep the momentum going. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Um, I walk into the studio. I basically, I don't really have too much of an issue after a walk. Mm. Or after, like, that sort of thing, you know, my coffee or whatever, right. I really don't have a problem immediately walking in the door, turning everything on, and just going. Yes. I literally, like, sprint right out the gates. Yeah. Uh, that's how I work, and, like, that kind of keeps my that my keeps, momentum up. That keeps you in check. Yeah, that keeps I, my momentum up through the day. I know that, right. especially because uh, I typically like to stack the more intensive stuff in the beginning, so drum tracking always, I mean... Obviously, drums are your foundation typically Mm -hmm. anyways, but I'll do that first. If I have to midi out drum parts or if I have to edit any drums while we're going, that typically is like the visual grind for me because I have to stare into the soul of my monitors right, and make sure that, you know, everything is perfect and it requires just a lot. It's a little less work than like reamping per mm-hmm. se. Cause yeah. when I go to reamp and I'm just listening to guitar tones, I don't have to stare at the computer. I could be a little more creative, a little more fun mm-hmm. where with drum editing, it's, it's just so cut and dry has to be, has to be perfect. So yeah. like, that's kind of the way that I sort of prep myself okay, to get there. Coming from more of like a, I guess, a creative standpoint. That is what is, you're. You're definitely way more creative. <laughs> exactly. In the, I in the feel world. like
1: um, for myself, I there has to be um, so much preparation prior to the day. There's, yeah. I, I tend to always like if I know who we're going into the studio with. Right. I will like try like any clips or anything, any demos or anything that people would show us. I try to. Um, just create almost like a like a mental folder and sometimes even like a physical folder with mm-hmm. my phone or anything like that of just like um, obviously you have to ask the artist what direction they want to go in. Right. And just kind of I, I love to dive deep into the whatever world they want to be in. Basically, you're diving into who they are. Exactly,
0: you're diving into the genuine yeah. So I I try
1: to, um, you know, just really take in as much creativeness from whatever genre or world that they come from, right? And really just try to um, embrace and, and even even like practically like create things in that realm, right? Like so, if if we're We're going to work with like rock or something with that. We tend to go in that direction. I feel well versed in that already. But Mm -hmm. if like if it's territory that's unknown with, I'll just if I have I I create um, I make sure I have time devoted, uh, whenever I could to mentally, like, practice this type of songwriting yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know... Also if we're,
0: sitting with the songs, like, sitting with the demos and...
1: Exactly. So, yeah. if, like, if it's a territory, if, like, we're writing, you know, like, funk or something like that... Like the Jess uh, song. Yeah, like song. Like the exactly. So, I yeah. came in, like, that specific instance, I came into that, like okay um what are some elements of some like funk pop stuff yeah, yeah. that <laughs> so do like, a Lipa. E- exactly do a leap or anything like that you know and the, that's rooted in like you know the, a lot of like 70s funk and stuff right. like that so I would literally be at home listen to 70s funk listen to 70s (laughs) funk i'll pull up logic i'm not the best you know like recording engineer but i'll be like what can i make just because you know to keep me in in that in that that fresh mindset uh one of my biggest if not my biggest songwriting inspiration is uh, a guy named sam hollander right and i was listening to a few podcasts with him and he always talked about being a huge advocate uh for in the songwriting business always trying to stay sharp and almost creating like a repertoire of like choruses or like verses or lines
0: or anything Hmm. like that just to kind of keep you like mentally fresh. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah. That's seriously prepping yourself for the studio. You come in and you're like, Oh, I already wrote this. (laughs) Kind of. Or
1: like you're able to like take certain elements from things and just adapt. Right. Right. So there, right. I don't know. So that's like cool. that, that's, that's all coming up to studio day. Yeah. And when I, I kind of take the same concept that you have when on studio day, where I try to come in at like
0: 150%. Yeah. You come out the gate swinging. Exactly. Because I kind of know that
1: like wherever I'm starting, it's. It's going to go down energy level from there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, it'll have, like, ups and downs, but regardless, we're on a downhill trend. Yeah. So, you know, by, like, if we start at, like, 11, and I'm just being super mentally taxed for, like, you know, yeah. 10 hours, by, like, hour seven, I'm just going like, to be like, ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so at that point, uh, I feel like we're hey, into you know, more guitars, of the, the productive stuff. stuff, you know? like <laughs> yeah. well, The parts are written, let's just nail it.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More of the technical stuff because you don't have to mentally think like you know creatively basically exactly. if you could just yeah. be like oh, I, all i have to do is focus on hitting this guitar part right or whatever part you're playing right like yeah i'm cool. an early riser you know if i'm up at like 6 a.m or something like that yeah i feel
1: like i i, I shut off the creative switch by like 4 p.m <laughs> <laughs> all right cool it's roughly my time frame yeah but so yeah. that's
0: that's how we quickly get prepared but i think uh more importantly mm-hmm. is how the either band how, or individual can be how prepared we feel the artist should be prepared to us yeah and i think there's obviously two major points here and that would be an individual yep. or a band right <laughs> right so on an individual level mm-hmm. um i know a lot of people who come to work with us mm-hmm. are typically vocalists and right. lyricists yes right so i think one of the best things obviously to do is have some lyrics absolutely <laughs> if, you, if you if you have something like if you have an idea, I
1: always think it's it's best to put it in physical format in some way, shape, or form. For sure. Write it whether, down. Yeah. Write it, put it whether, on your phone. Yeah. If you come up to me and you show me a piece of paper or, you know, like this 10 second guitar lick that I record on my phone, that is way better than me and like, so the idea goes bump, bump, bump. Exactly. Because I'm just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, right. It's like, if you showed me something, like, oh, there's this, there's this verse I wrote or something, there's mm-hmm. this line. Yeah. Just anything physical that you can show me that's mm-hmm. always way better than absolutely nothing <laughs> right
0: and a lot of people have you know every pretty much everybody at this point has a phone that can record yep something yes right so if you're recording a vocal melody that you're singing or mm. or if you're recording lyrics or maybe you do play an instrument to a certain extent you right. know maybe not up to spec with what they're looking for you know right. so so they have somebody else do it yeah but still just be like you know i'm not the best guitar player but this is kind of the guitar player exactly you know, or i, I think that i was that, thinking of i think that's a
1: huge point to touch on um, right. i i know like myself included and i i and i had to get over this so many different times like um when trying to create in general in general just trying to create mm-hmm. there's something about like having a vision uh, in your head of uh, like well, almost having, like, a sound in your head about how you want this to, the, like, the full product to be. Right. Um, but then, you know, you, like, all right, so it's going to start out with this riff. And then immediately you hear the riff back and you're like, oh, I already hate it. There's yeah. there's something about, like, having that being, like, an immediate turnoff and almost shutting down the entire idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people need to realize that, like, it's – don't let that discourage you because the more – that you keep digging and the more you keep, you, you keep fully fleshing out that idea. Um, it just leads to better success overall. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, you're
0: uncovering more things about the song that you didn't even know were there. Exactly. You know, like even, even with us, like Mm -hmm. there are some times where, you know, I write either a riff or a part and it's not until I fully flesh it out. Yeah. That I really realized the full potential Appreciate of what it could have been. For what it is. You know, yeah. I'll listen to a guitar riff by itself mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, all right, that's cool riff. Right. You know, let's let's do something with it. Yep. And then by the end of it, I was like, that is sick.
1: Right. That is, you know, that is the rest of it so well.
0: Yeah. And it's just something that, like, okay, I think, you know, drums would sound cool here, a vocal line of some kind. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, like, it's, if it's not tangibly in front of you, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to realize the full picture the full potential. And, uh, and it's as cheesy as it is, it's basically like the iceberg analogy, Absolutely. you know, that everybody uses all the time. Like, you know, your riff is like the tip of the iceberg and you're like, okay, like I could see exactly. a little bit of this, but it's not until you really dive down and get deep into your, right. where you realize how grand it, it is, yeah, or, you know, I feel or put it in.
1: Most people tend to just be discouraged at the tip of the iceberg.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're like, well, like, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to use the analogy of something like large, you Mm -hmm. you know, obviously you're, you're chasing that large sound and you're chasing something big. Exactly. And then you see the only, all you see is the tip and you see like a smaller part of it and you're Mm -hmm. like, well, this isn't the large grand thing that I wanted, so I don't like it anymore. Right. You know? And that's, that's, I think the big takeaway for the artists going into the studio is,
1: is the realization that like, you're going to the studio for a purpose here to like, you're, you're, you're entrusting uh, your vision to give to the producer and the mixing engineer to make it the way you want to. Exactly. But like the prep work behind that, is ultimately going to dictate what the final product is. Mm-hmm. The more that you're able to
0: bring in, the better the outcome. Absolutely. So, so I, if you have a, a lyric sheet, or if you have you know demo ideas and and whatnot, the more you got, yeah, the better it. Right. Exactly. So you the know, the better it, we can do our job. Exactly. So, you so if you if you come into the studio as a, you
1: know, this is for like you know like the bedroom artist who's who's trying to figure out the ins and outs of recording studio. You Absolutely. Know? The the idea that um you're able to come in with what you consider is a 100% fully fleshed out idea, but being open to the fact that like we could change, manipulate, that's way better than someone who's going to come in with like 50% of an idea because you know that that's right, right there is hours on end being devoted to, okay, we got to finish the song. first.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think to not discourage people. Yeah. I don't think that people like us would be asking for, the fully f- fleshed out like like sound and product because that's obviously what we are there for exactly. but but an outline is beneficial absolutely um we've done things though that have no outline exactly. we've made some awesome we, things but you have to be prepared that the timeline Elongates, yes, for sure, absolutely. So, you know, how to get
1: the the most bang for your buck, if you will? Is, basically, is, you know, is,
0: like if you're if you're going off time. Yep. Yeah, you're looking for you know you're obviously looking to get things done in a timely manner, and that outline for us will help us just like it is writing a paper. Like at least in my life, when I wrote an outline first, yep. I could fly through the paper. If I don't write an outline and I'm just winging it, it takes me. Much longer. Exactly. And then there's the, the there's paper. so many
1: variables of how the end product
0: could come out. Right. At the end of the day, you're
1: entrusting I uh, you, you know, like myself and, and and you as well, um, in regards to like the creation of the product. Yeah. Um it, uh, ultimately like I always I just have this uh, great, I love music for everything that is, so don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. if, if you come in with absolutely nothing, we're going to come out with something that I'm going to be like, that's killer, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that's awesome. But, like, I guess there's more comfort on everyone's end um, if, if there's an outline, and there's a I structure think, right off the bat.
0: And I think it's just the expectation of time of what brings that comfort, because if somebody came to us and says, I don't really care about the time, let's just do something and create it, oh, yeah. well, then that stress isn't there, and we're, you know, we're going right, to create... Dude. Let's go, yeah. yeah we're we're going to create something, and it's going <laughs> to be great, and... Mm-hmm. You know, it I I mean that's a little arrogant and a little exactly. you know, a little biased, like, but I hope it's great. Exactly. <laughs> and
1: there should be a confidence in that as well, yeah, you know. For sure. But, but you know, like I'm talking about like the the occasions where someone's like, I could only come in for limited hours yep. and I this is my budget and yeah. everything like that. It, yeah. it's like, dude, and that's like, a very real thing. It
0: is a very Budgets real thing. Budgets are and very they, real and, things. And
1: if you feel um, you know, like outline, like I said, outlines are, are the best, but if there are circumstances that you feel that, um, you can't create something for, for whatever reason, yeah. um, if you come in, uh, just like, like there's, there's anxiety on my end, yeah. um, <laughs> there's a little bit more because oh, um, yeah. there's, there's more pressure because I feel like, you know, but, there is there is training in that as well. It yeah. goes back to why, why I said how I prep myself. If you if you come in yeah. with nothing other than like, I like these bands. I want to sound yeah. like this like, okay, I'm yeah. gonna come in with I'm gonna come in with everything. <laughs> and, yeah. I
0: think I think that gives you a little more anxiety though, because you're also looking for the approval of of the artist that's looking for your for your skill of producing. Absolutely. So you know the whole time you're like are you liking this? Yeah, I'm just are, you, are you enjoying this? Here are five different options. Tell me which one you yeah. like best. Yeah, and we, dude, we've done that so many times where it was just like, we could take this song this way, or we could take it that way, or we could take it the other way. Exactly. You know? Or here's the here's the really odd way. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to sound like Tool or Miley Cyrus? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Miley Cyrus fronting, fron- fron- fronting Tool. tool. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. So, you know, just to to wrap up the, the individual artists is that outline like seriously helps. And, and I think lyricism is such a massive part of that outline yeah. that having that helps the time and the process there speed things up. Absolutely. Uh, When it comes to bands, it's a little bit different because typically they have a song more fleshed out and Mm -hmm. more, I'll say air quotes realized than the individual artist. So in terms of, in terms of bands, the best way you can prep for a studio Mm -hmm. um, is to have a demo. That's a little more fleshed out. And typically, typically today, I know this is, kind of a lot to ask. And I always hate being the guy that's like, mm-hmm. well, you need to spend money yes. because I, I have, I have a tough time personally saying like, spend money, spend right. money, spend money because I, I don't I know mean, your finances it's, it's and I don't want to be that for guy.
1: Absolutely everyone.
0: Right. And I don't want to be that guy to do that. Yeah. But in this case, spend money. Mm-hmm. If you can sit down and you can get an interface, it doesn't have to be thousand dollar interface. It could be a cheaper interface. Uh, you know, a simple recording, uh, program. I demo everything with
1: Scarlet 2i2 and Logic. Yeah. Throw, throw (laughs) your drums
0: down of what your drummer wrote, Mm -hmm. throw your guitars down, throw your bass down, throw some vocals down, even if it isn't finalized. Exactly. Having that demo and me getting that demo Mm. and realizing, okay, you guys, uh, overall have a genre that sounds like this. Yep. You have, you know, Two guitar parts. You have a bass part. You have right. vocals. You have drums. You know you want to add textures here. You want to add you know this kind of stuff here. Mm-hmm. That is just basically a, a rehash of the uh, the outline concept, except it does get a little deeper, a little more meticulous, when it, when you, a little more meticulous when it comes to, start to the full band
1: down to individual person. Yeah. And certain like different aspects of what they're doing to contribute to that part.
0: Exactly. And I think you and I do that just on a, uh, on a, like the so much hope, <laughs> so much hope buried uh, basis. Yeah. So like when we go down to write and demo things out, mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. Yep. We're writing down drum parts. We're writing down, you know, and we're getting the idea and we're, we're kind of fleshing out that outline. Right. You know, and it just so happens that I'm the one recording it anyway. So yeah. it's, a, you know, it's a little different because Absolutely. of that. mm mm-hmm. But still, um, that just means that by the time we genuinely go in mm. to say we're going to make the record, right, we're prepared, right, and we're saying this is the drum part that needs to get completed. Yeah, you know, because we, I think, I think it, it's a joy to have creativity into the studio, mm-hmm. um, but again, time is real, budget is real, right. and you have to be cautious of that. So, if if you don't care about time or mm-hmm. you have maybe a little bit of a different budget, mm-hmm. um, that does bring a, a fun comfort to the session. And that does bring a, um, a, an, an opportunity to mm-hmm. be a little more creative. Yeah. Uh, but again, not everyone has that luxury and that's understandable. And I don't want to be that guy that says, well, just throw more money at it because exactly. not everyone yeah. can do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, so I think, I think that outline is massive. And then I think on a very, Technical standpoint. Right. The absolute best thing that any band or artist or anybody going into the studio Mm -hmm. is learn a metronome. Yes. Learn to play to a click. Literally, actually, I was just going to touch on a whole
1: different subject when you, I was just thinking about it as you were talking about bands in general. Um, I just wanted to like bring up the 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 yes the studio is a, uh, like basically a limitless place w- yeah. for creativity however in the band scenario i feel sometimes you have to dial it in a little bit and put yourself oh, yeah. in a little bit of a box because um a, a couple points that i thought of as you're talking there uh, especially in the band scenario is that like one you should definitely refrain from um trying to record parts that aren't really in your like talent level, I guess you could say. And that's a
0: tough thing to come to terms
1: with. And the biggest (laughs) thing is, especially in in a group scenario, um, in terms of bands or just anything with multiple artists in the same room, you have to put all egos aside for the best best product. 100%. That's a big, big thing. And I feel like a lot of people tend... to kind of put that to the side and then we're like, we're not going to talk about this. Like, <laughs> like Jimmy's not, Jimmy's going to play the part because Jimmy's the guitar player. Yep. But really the drummer was the better guitar player. Yep. Like
0: there's, or, or the drummer wrote the song and is more confident playing it. Yeah. So like, I know, um, good friends of mine, mm-hmm. uh, in sleep sculptor, mm-hmm. All, you know, different writing. Some like uh, Travis, the bass player and also vocalist of Toothless. (laughs) um, He wrote some of the songs. Therefore, he played the bass and the guitar on the record. Exactly. And it has nothing to do with like an ego thing of like, Oh, I'm better than no, you at 100%. It's he just, he was the
1: creator of the part. So it's just more like foundationally in him. Oh yeah. hundred percent. So, and I feel, yeah, that's a big thing. That's a big thing. People need to hear
0: for sure. <laughs> for <laughs> I can't, sure. I can't emphasize that. That's enough. a tough thing for people to come to terms with. Yes. It really it, is. It
1: correlates with uh, the drummers and the metronome thing that you said too. like learn the you, click. You have to learn the click. You have to know your parts. Cause if, if you're winging it, like, Yep. It's so easy. When there's microphones there, every subtle difference yep. makes a ginormous <laughs> impact.
0: <laughs> for sure. For sure. And that's, uh, I, I've noticed that with, you know, drummers that I've worked with in the past where mm. when they come in prepped and yes. they say, I wrote this fill yeah. for this. Yes. I'm not improvising a fill. I wrote this fill. Mm. It always comes out better. Always. Because they're confident. A million percent. Like that confidence, that confidence is like, I'm going to hit this foundation. drum. Yep so hard or you know whatever the part takes but we'll say so hard because i know that i need to hit it so hard at this time mm-hmm. you know and when you're just like ah, oh, you know i can throw a fill here yep then it's like mm, okay like yeah i guess you? it worked. yeah <laughs> it was on time but whatever
1: exactly you know but it's when somebody it's all in the name of the best the best for the song
0: Exactly. And the final product. Exactly. You're always going for that. And, and I've done, done that in the past where if I'm playing a part and it could just not be the day for you. Yeah. That happens to me all the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. And that happens to so it's many like, people. It's I had like, I a
1: stomach ache earlier. So yeah. I can't perform as well. <laughs> yeah. You're like,
0: you know, you're just like going to play a part and maybe you're just overthinking it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that happens. Absolutely. And that's okay because, you know, that doesn't mean that you suck, you yeah. know, and that you can't do this. Mm-hmm. But if for some reason you're like, it's just not coming out, pass it off. And if somebody can do it, wonderful. Exactly. You're still the guitar player. You're still the bass player. Whatever you do in the band, you're still that in the band. You're still going to go out live and you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, the studio does reveal a lot of shortcomings. It does. And uh, I think that is something to be embraced. Yes. And to say, this was something I really struggled with. Yeah. So to prep myself For the next studio session, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go home and I'm going to practice that to a click (laughs) and really get it down, Yeah, you know? And I just, I literally cannot stress enough how important that click is. Mm -hmm. I really can't. It's like when a drummer is just not quite getting it, everything suffers. Everything suffers. That is the
1: foundation of the whole song. And you know what happens when you ruin the foundation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there was, there's one more piece of i would more so call it advice than studio prep that i want to mention sure um go i feel that especially for for any artist, i feel like this mostly applies in my head to bands because it's just the realm that i come from um there's a big thing about trying to aspire to be what your heroes are in the studio as well yeah that i feel that people need to realize that like that there is no sense you have to find your own sense of individuality and and come astray from that. that. A lot of the time, yes, it's great to have your influences. Yep. And it's great to be like, I wanna stay in this this realm. Yeah. But like there comes a point where it's just like I wanna sound like Green Day. I want to sound yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. want to sound like Metallica. I want to sound yeah. like whatever. And then you come out coming you end up you go into the studio saying like, "Well, they 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 did yeah, this what so I, yeah. I have to do this." Yeah. And
0: then you come out sounding like a carbon copy of that. And nobody wants that because you already have Metallica and you already have Green Day. Exactly. You have to be authentically you. Yes. You know, and so that's
1: proper outline, you know, come the yeah. uh, foundationally sound, but also in in between there, realize that you're your own person. And like, okay, this is cool. I
0: have my influences. How do I spice this up a little bit? For sure. For sure. And I think just one final point before we kind of close this out. Yeah. Communication. Communicating with your producer, communicating with your engineer. Yep. If they're not willing to talk to you, if they're being, you know, not getting back to you. And like, I understand people have lives and things to do, but still there is a level of communication that needs to be there. Yes. And the more... Communication you have, the better your relationship is mm-hmm. with that person. Yep. The better your relationship is, the better product that comes out. Absolutely, you know? Just be open
1: minded and be and speak anything that's on your mind, especially 100%. especially in the studio.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And when you can, when you have that open communication, you you've developed that relationship. Mm-hmm. You feel more comfortable speaking, you know, your mind and saying things and talking about whatever needs to be talked about, you know, and and you don't feel like, oh, well, I didn't say this because I didn't know if, you know, how this person was going to take it. And it's like, forget that, throw all that out, talk to the the person. (laughs) Open communication, just be a nice person. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot to prep for the studio. It could be a nerve-wracking experience, but it can also be an absolutely incredible experience that you'll remember forever. And you can like, it's intoxicating. You're like, I love this. I have to do this again.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for tuning into this episode. Peace Peace out.